Welcome back to your Daily Dose. It's me, your old pal, Nick. For as much as Bob and I talk about singing on the show, we are not professionals. In my case, I barely sing at all. On this episode, though, Bob introduces an incredible improv exercise that involves singing and trust. Having done it, I can safely say you should try it as well. Enjoy. I love this idea. So in the class that we did at Rollins, this was an interesting little um, uh, conversation intro with them. What do you call it? A breaker? Icebreaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I not remember the word ice? It was a good icebreaker with the kids. (laughs) But somebody had mentioned they were reading something. uh, Sarah. Sarah had mentioned she was reading a story uh, for her work, for their work, which is literary agent. Mm -hmm. And it was set in alternate Iowa. And the first thing my mind went to was, I wouldn't know probably the difference between an alternate Iowa and the actual Iowa. Yeah, yeah. I've never been there. I know very little about it uh, other than they farm there. Corn? Corn? Is that the thing they do? Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, if you told me that their second biggest export was like leather vests, I would believe you. (laughs) It might be. I know nothing about it either. That's that. It's the epitome in my brain of like Midwest. Is it in the Midwest? (laughs) Yes. That's the thing. I don't know anybody from Iowa. I find the name Iowa wonderful. It's fun. Because I got to believe that's a a Native American term. Probably. Uh, Because just that, that Iowa feeling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't, I wouldn't know the difference either. Although if it came out jamming and raving and, uh, and punk rock, I'd be surprised because I, I know that I don't know Iowa, but I know that I wouldn't expect that from Iowa. That's an excellent point. Uh, I just, I, and the way we used it, it ended up, and this was completely organic. I didn't realize this is where I was, where I was going to go with it, which is so nice about some of the topics that we have that we start talking about. We have no idea where they're going to go. Yeah. I started asking people like, okay, so where are you from and what's something that we wouldn't know about where you're from? And yeah. one of the kids, the first kid who answered was talking about Las Vegas. That was surprising I too. I knew nothing about Las Vegas, like living there. Exactly. We all we have this certain impression, right? It's a gambling town. So it must be, you know, that all those people are that way. They're all in the industry. Yeah. They're all there. And he tells us, oh yeah, well, if you live in the Valley, pretty much everyone knows everybody else in the Valley. You know, which doesn't mean that it's not what we were thinking in the first place. It's just they happen to have a tighter community than we expected. Yep. But he also described a scenery of, of driving by gas stations. And, oh, he was and, talking about Albuquerque. Right, okay. He said that was the opposite of where he'd want to go. <laughs> he was very eloquent. Though. That's why I asked what his major was. It turned out to be poli-sci. Yeah. But I was thinking it was going to be something like creative writing or something. I wanted to be able to go down that path and say, well, you have started down the right path. And maybe he has because, you know, pol- if you're going to be a politician, you got to be able to tell mm-hmm. stories. Tell stories. Uh, but but I, I was impressed with the, the eloquence with which he described uh, Albuquerque, uh, and I remember him mentioning it too because it always makes me think of Bugs Bunny. Of course, is it is that everybody? It's not, is it? It's- no, like references. Um, if you make an A Team reference, if you make a Flintstones reference, if you make uh, any of those. Like, not everybody's going to get them anymore. I can't believe that you just said the A-team because yesterday I was really struggling with a crossword that was asking me to, to identify Mr. T's character on the A-team. B.A. Baracus? B.A. Baracus. Or as I like to say, 
Babarakas. Because <laughs> when I looked at him, like, I don't remember a Babarakas. 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 Yeah, there's a famous song about him, too. Did you miss that? Was that uh, was that my Sharona that you did that too? Yeah, yeah. That was pretty good, actually. I was I was in the beat, but I couldn't come up with the lyric. This is the thing with me, and also it's a thing with improv. You nobody sings alone. You you like you start singing. I don't know the words. I'm gonna. Oh, you're gonna do something to help. Yeah, anything to support the person who's putting themselves on the line. A little humming. To put it out there. I believe this is a role, actually. And I think you perform this role quite often for some of the people that you encounter on your shows and in different places where you're you're trying to let their best light shine. And if you see them put themselves in an uncomfortable situation, my inclination is to either amp up the discomfort if that's what they want to make it better for them or to do whatever I can to, uh, to ratchet turn. that back, right? Give a little turn. Yeah, or, or at least show other people that that they're not alone. It's like the, the movie Little Miss Sunshine. Uh, Do you ever see that one? Uh, I think I have. Okay, I would recommend it just because it's it's such an epic movie in my life, but there's a scene in this movie in which there is a child who's doing a very uncomfortable routine at a pageant, and the audience is starting to kind of turn on her a little bit. And then we witness the family's response to this, which is total support, as in, join the human on the stage so that there's more to look at than just her and it turns into this beautiful moment of family being there for you in a weird way that you would not expect yeah uh, and and i just i feel like that's that's a thing us finding a way to support each other you know we have a game called hotspot uh that i teach my loved one improv students and it's, I, I have that i'm getting older so i'm having a lot more of those <laughs> So I'm playing that game constantly. Uh, a little cool bath will help you with your form of it. Thank you. Uh, for the improvisers, hot spot is when we form a circle and then one person steps in the center of that circle and starts singing a song out, law, out loud, really fully committed to singing that song. And the role of everybody around the circle is to find a way to support that person in the middle. If you know the song, you sing it with them. If you don't know the song, you snap your fingers, you clap your hands, you slap your legs, you do whatever it takes to show them that they're behind you. And when someone gets inspired, they step in the circle, tag that person and sing a different song. But the point is, it's all about the circle, not the person in the middle. Yeah. That I judge your success in that game, not by how you sing in the middle of the circle, but how you support from the outer edges, what's going on in the middle of the circle. Cause that person's nervous. That person's just taking their first improv class. They just made it through the majority of it. I don't make them do this before they go home. So it's this. I remember doing that in the free class that yeah, I took. Right, okay, yeah. It's, yeah. and it's fun. It is yeah. fun when people get into it. But there's always people, especially my rule with my classes, we don't end the exercise until everybody's been in the center of the circle. Yeah. And I know who hasn't been in the center of the circle. So I'll be trying to tease them out with simple songs, step into the middle, and look right at them, and wave them in like I'm at a, a wedding looking for a dance partner, right? Uh, and eventually they all do step up and step in. And it's a, it's a good thing. So let me ask you this about a class that I saw, or more of an event, like something you could do. Mm-hmm. It was a sing-along Zoom, Ooh. but they encouraged you to mute if you wanted to, if you still wanted to participate, but not actually be your voice added to the, you know, the harmony. And oh. I thought that was really neat. Like, that's a good idea to get people who are a little more shy about their singing, but still want to do that. Like, I sing in the car, I sing in the shower, yeah. I do that sort of thing. 
And did you participate in this thing? I didn't. I couldn't okay. because of the scheduling, but I wanted to see what you thought about that. I love that idea. Yeah. I love it. I, I, I really want to encourage people who want to sing to just feel free to sing no matter where they are. I'm not a person who says, dance like nobody's watching. I'm a person who says, dance like everybody's watching and you don't care. Or dance like everybody's watching and you want them to dance with you, right? So this concept of wanting to participate but not wanting to be heard, I get it. Participate anyways, you know? But if you can have the courage to be heard, I think you discover that other people's perceptions of your faults are a lot different than your own. And sometimes that's how we overcome them, right? But this concept of... I want to know what that sounds like. I want to know what that feels like from the person who's singing at the top of their lungs in their own space while the... Other voices are being fed yeah. into their space. I feel like that, I would like to see all the outtakes from that. I'd like to just go from one to the other to see all these people hoping their voices are off key and just imperfect so that you can hear them putting what they have out there against what everybody else has out there in their own private space. I think it would be I, a pretty interesting one. I never we heard do it at a live show and just, I don't know how we'd mute people. I guess we, we could do Literally, it we show. would have to bring gags and... Okay. Just put them over their mouths. Um, we oh, too expensive. My gag collection. <laughs> you gotta watch your gags. Oh my. Hello, gang. It's Bob. Thanks again for tuning into your daily dose. Nick and I really love that you choose to listen. You keep hearing us make vague references to a live show version of our podcast. We are actually imagining some of the possibilities right now. We'll let you know when it comes together and where you can join us for a very fun and different experience. That's all for this episode, friends. We'll catch you next time.